This is Brain Diet, episode number 16. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. Hello, my friends. I am really happy to be recording this podcast episode. Now, I'm always really happy to be recording (laughs) podcast episodes, but I am recording this podcast episode from my brand new office. I am sitting in this brand new space that my husband built for me with all sorts of brand new equipment and carpet and furniture and I just feel like I am in a whole different amazing world and I love that I get to share my office with you. Now as a life coach all of my sessions and everything that I do with my business is all remote. It's all from my computer. I do sessions via Zoom And it's incredible because I have now this brand new, safe, amazing, beautiful, bright space that I get to live in and I get to share it with my clients and with the people that I work with. Now, I am an independent life coach. I own my own practice and see private clients. It's one of my favorite things in the entire universe, but I also work for Brooke Castillo, who has the Life Coach School podcast. She is the CEO of the Life Coach School. And for anyone familiar with her, she has a program called Self-Coaching Scholars. And within Self-Coaching Scholars, you are able to have a weekly private session with a coach. And I have the honor of being one of those coaches to work for Brooke Castillo. And what that means is that I see clients from all over the world. Brooke's influence is so beyond what we can even imagine. And so this office space that I now have, I get to share with my own personal clients. Now, I have clients across the country within the United States. I have yet to have an international client, (laughs) but working for Brooke, I have been working with people from all over the world. And it is such an incredible thing that I get to share my world with people from all over the world and that I get to have my safe space and share that space with my clients and with those that I love and serve and teach. So wherever you are in the world, I am so grateful to share this special brand new space with you. (laughs) And I want to personally thank you so much for listening. I'm honored that you take me with you, whether it's in your own special space at home, an office, whether you're on a walk or you're in the car or you're cleaning or anything of the sort, whatever it is, I appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your life. 
Now it's said that you are the sum of those you surround yourself with. And it's not that I consider myself (laughs) someone that can make you better or improve your life. But what I do know without a doubt is that the tools that I teach can improve your life if you allow them to. The tools that I teach as a life coach are what can 10x your life from what it is now. Now, the purpose behind this podcast, the Brain Diet Podcast, is an informational diet for your brain. We give our brain so much junk, so much of the time, most often without even realizing it. And the sum of your brain is the information you feed it just as you are the sum of the people that you surround yourself with. What you think and what you create is the sum of the information you give your brain. Like just like in order to accomplish big things physically, you have to be mindful in a very big way of what you feed your body. Like if you wanted to run a marathon, you might likely feed your body a lot of carbs beforehand and then a lot of very strategic carbs and other strategic foods during. And the same works for your brain. Like feeding it information that it can use to create amazing things is the necessary fuel to get it done. And you have to give your brain the right fuel to do it. Like if we just sat around thinking, well, I hope I can make more money, (laughs) we'd never make more money. We'd have to seek out higher paying jobs or information about how to start a business, or we'd have to learn just about ways to make money that we might not have known before. Like for me, all it took was a podcast to learn that I could make money as a life coach working my own hours from my own brand new special office that I love so much. Before I had fed my brain that information, I had no idea that that was even an option for me. And it would be the same thing like if we just sat around thinking, well, I hope my body just loses weight. And then we, you know, puttered around and didn't do anything about it. We wouldn't get anywhere because we wouldn't be giving our mind the necessary information to then move forward. And that's not to say that you always need information to move forward. I think sometimes we can get stuck thinking that we can't take action unless we have more information, and that's a different matter entirely. I'm just saying that what information you are consuming will be reflected in the results in your life. You can predict where you're going to be in your life by what you're telling your brain to think about. Being deliberate can be very beneficial. So today, our topic is when we face obstacles. When we have that idea that we want to lose weight or to make money and we start to seek out the information and then we start to apply it and act on it and then we face an obstacle. Now, speaking in terms of setting goals, when we set goals for ourselves, achieving them doesn't make us any better or more worthy. Like sometimes we pursue a destination because we feel like where we are now isn't enough. Sometimes with goal setting, we do it because we think there, wherever there is, will be a magical place where we'll finally feel better. And that's not true. I personally believe that the reason to have goals is simply because our purpose on this planet is to evolve into the best version of ourselves. 
It's not that our purpose grows or that we create a bigger purpose or that we increase our value as we grow and evolve as a human. We simply just discover and uncover that best version of ourselves as we challenge ourselves. Setting goals and believing enough in them to achieve them will bring up all the obstacles and roadblocks on your path to deeper greatness. It's not that you're going to be any better or that you're going to be any greater, but you'll develop the capability to solve for obstacles that are blocking you from knowing how great you are. The very best way to evolve into that best version of ourselves is to constantly ask ourselves to expand our belief of our current capabilities. In any goal we set for ourselves, it wouldn't be a goal if there weren't things we had to overcome to accomplish it. Yet, when we set out to do something and we inevitably encounter that first obstacle, we make it mean that we can't do it or that we aren't meant to do it. I see this all the time with my personal clients when we're working on weight loss and they experience hunger and they have no idea how to handle it. They have an event that they don't know how to plan around. They don't know how to plan what foods will be at the events and how to respond when there are foods they didn't plan for. And their brain will offer them things like, well, I don't know what's going to be there and I don't know how to handle this. Now, it's the same thing like with relationships. Like if we have a desire to have a relationship and we go out on one date and that one person says they don't like us, like we make it mean immediately we'll never get married. It's the same thing with building a six-figure business. Like you go out and you try to sell something to one person and they don't want to buy from you. It's like we face all these obstacles and then we make it mean that we can't do it or that we aren't meant to do it or that something's wrong because we face these obstacles. But wouldn't it be weird if we didn't have obstacles? (laughs) Like if we just wanted something and then we just had it? There could be no growth and no evolution in anything like that. But when we imagine something beyond our current capabilities, we bring up all of the obstacles that are blocking us from our bigger greatness. And as we problem solve to overcome the obstacles, to overcome the planning around food, to overcome when people don't like you when you go out on dates with them, and to overcome when people tell you no we become more fully ourselves through the process. It is through obstacles and through the process of solving for them that we get to know how truly great we are. Like with the weight loss example, when you have all the reasons that your brain offers you as to why it's not possible to be hungry or why it's not possible to plan or why it's not possible to know what to do, When you face those obstacles and have strategies for them, you learn how to take charge of your life instead of living at the effect of it. You develop your ability to keep your word to yourself. You develop your ability to feel negative emotion without freaking out. And you develop the ability to have your own back. Or like with the relationship example, you learn through all of the people that don't like you, what it is that you want for yourself. Like I always say with my husband, Ben, that there were so many things I had to go through to get to him 
that I wouldn't have chosen to go through, but it made marrying him so much sweeter. And what was so great is when I did finally find him, there were things about him that I didn't even know that I wanted until I met him and realized that it was exactly what I wanted. But it was because I had faced the obstacle of so many different types of relationships along the way that didn't work, that didn't feel right, that some were okay and some were great, but not good enough, that when I found him, it just made sense. But it wouldn't have made as much sense had I not had all the obstacles. Or it's like with the building a six-figure business example. You learn skills you never would have learned otherwise. You develop your own unique journey and you learn lessons on your own. Like any obstacle, if you think about it, in your life that you have overcome, it was because you were the one that had to overcome it. Like if we were to try and teach a toddler all of the answers to all of your obstacles, it wouldn't work because they'd have to learn for themselves and it likely is going to look a lot or maybe even just a little bit different for them. Like I think of me when I was in preschool and I was wearing Winnie the Pooh boots and Scott Hamilton made fun of me. And I remembered that forever and I remembered learning that sometimes people don't like the same things I like and it's not a problem. But had I not worn those Winnie the Pooh boots and had Scott Hamilton not commented, I wouldn't have learned that. And that's not going to look the same for my kids as much as I wish I could give them the knowledge of that experience so that they wouldn't have to go through the pain. It's just not possible. And I mean, preschool heartbreak is painful. I mean, it's pretty tragic. (laughs) I wish I could alleviate that from them, but it's just not possible. Obstacles are the way that we grow, the way that we learn. And the only way to get through them is to do them ourselves. Now, Mark Rober is an engineer and he has a YouTube channel. He's extremely entertaining and he has been on Jimmy Kimmel and he creates all sorts of really amazing content. He's so fun to listen to and is just really entertaining. And he gave a TED Talk entitled The Super Mario Effect. And it's a pretty quick TED Talk. If you have a second, it's totally worth listening to. But he talks about how when you're playing the game of Mario and you face a pitfall or you get to a battle with Bowser or any type of obstacle in the game, you fail at it and then you start over and you say, okay, I had that obstacle Now I understand what it is I have to do to overcome that obstacle. So I'm just going to keep trying until I can overcome it and get to the next level. And we don't have all sorts of drama about falling into the pit in a game of Super Mario and thinking it's over. We're not meant to do it. Something's wrong with us. And in addition to that, when it comes to playing Mario, it helps to know that we can fail over and over and over and still keep trying. You don't ever run out of tries when you're playing Super Mario. And the same thing applies to our lives and our endeavors, yet we give it one shot and we fail one time. We go on one bad date and we make it mean that something is wrong and that we're never going to achieve our goals. Now, I've talked about how we have the primal part of our brain. We have that survival part of our brain and it very much lives in the moment and lives for immediate gratification because that part of our brain believes that all of those things will perpetuate our survival. But we understand 
that a lot of times immediate gratification and living in the moment isn't the very best thing for our long-term well-being. And so we make the comparison that our primal brain is kind of like a toddler. And when the toddler is going unsupervised, it runs wild, creates a lot of chaos, and does a lot of damage. But obstacles are constructive problems for our brain to solve. So it's like if we were to take an obstacle, we were to view it as a problem and we were to give it to our brain to start to figure out how to solve for it, it's like giving that toddler something really constructive to do. And that toddler is going to keep working on it and eventually it's going to find a solution because if it's not finding a solution for a deliberate obstacle we give it, it's just going to run wild looking for problems that aren't actually problems. If we ask our brain to look for obstacles, it will find them. But if we ask it to look for solutions to those obstacles, it will find those. So for whatever the goal, the way to face obstacles is to anticipate them and plan for them and strategize for them. When we make our goals, when we decide on something that we want to do, we have to get really specific with it. It's not just, I want to make a million dollars, or I'd like to lose 50 pounds, or I want a better marriage. When you're setting goals, you have to set dates and deadlines and break things down to make it more real. Sometimes when we set goals, they're so far out in the ambiguity of our consciousness that they're not defined. And then once we define them, once we say, okay, I want to make a million dollars, but I want to make $2,000 in the next six months, then our brain starts to freak out. (laughs) Once we actually break it down, set a timeline and make it much more real in our minds, all of the thoughts about reasons why we can't and the obstacles we will face come up. And that's the beauty of it. So when that happens, for every obstacle you come up with, you define a strategy for it. And you have to be onto your brain when it says, I just don't know. I don't know how to plan for that. I don't know how to strategize for that. What if you did know? What if you asked your brain, what if we knew how to strategize for this obstacle? Like for all of my weight loss clients, all the weight loss people out there, Like when there is a summer barbecue and they're having all of your favorite foods, what is your plan? Or when someone invites you to a spontaneous dinner, what do you do? Or when someone brings treats into work, what then? And for many of these things, you might just say, well, I would just go to dinner and order what I wanted. Or you might say, I would have one of the treats if someone brought treats into work. But when you've anticipated the obstacles, you have a plan. You're staying in control instead of letting the obstacles control you and therefore dictate the result of your goal. What's so amazing about this is that obstacles actually become the stepping stones. As you strategize for each and accomplish and overcome each, you then get closer to achieving your goal. I mean, obstacles are kind of awesome that way because they become the way of getting you to where you want to go. Changing your relationship 
with the obstacles that you face. Just like in Super Mario, when you fall down in a pit or you get killed by one of those turtle people or you die in a battle with Bowser, you know you can start over and you're better for it because now you're more equipped and know what to do next time. When you can change your relationship with them like that, just like life being a game of Super Mario, it makes the process of pursuing a goal an entirely different experience. You pursue the goal because of the person you will become in the process of the pursuit. That's the great thing about goals and obstacles is whether or not you ultimately achieve your goal You are guaranteed to become a better and more evolved version of yourself in the attempt. But that has to mean that you set the goal and you face the obstacles with self-love and capability and not because believing that when you get there, wherever there is, it will be better than where you are now. Where you are now is where you are supposed to be and where you end up when you accomplish your goal, will only have uncovered the greatness that was already there. So as you set goals and as you face obstacles, strategize, plan, anticipate. Give those obstacles to that toddler brain to work on, to solve, instead of just creating chaos in your brain. If you're interested in working with me, there's a link in the show notes to schedule a free mini session with me. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I will talk to you soon.